0: Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for September 20th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. So last night was uh, episode three of the May Young Classic. And um, I'm, I don't have any videos because the Joshi wrestlers will be on next week. But uh, I just wanted to go over the results. Uh, the first match had Caitlin versus kavita devi and um uh, most fan, wwe fans will remember caitlin as a, a divas champ a few years back um her she's a bodybuilder her real name is celeste bonin and the way she got onto the wwe main roster it was through the uh, uh nxt um competition show that wwe was doing a few years back and uh I never thought she was a very good wrestler and uh, she didn't really show me anything last night that I much cared cared for. Again, I'm not a big fan of bodybuilders as wrestlers because they don't seem, they're not athletes and they don't seem to pick up the wrestling very well. And um, you know, uh, she she, uh, left uh, pro wrestling for a few years. Uh, Her husband is a bodybuilder and uh, he didn't want her to wrestle anymore. And so she went back to that and she also started her own clothing line. Earlier this year, she returned to pro wrestling, so she got her opportunity to return to the WWE on the Mae Young Classic. Uh, I doubt they'll sign her, but one never knows. Uh, Her opponent here is this girl, Kavita Devi, who is from India, and we saw her last year on the Mae Young Classic, and uh, she was very rough. Um, I've seen some improvement here, but I'm not sure if she's ever going to be good enough to appear on TV on a regular basis. Uh, it's it's very, it's it's kind of, um, you know, the odds are against her. Because what happens with a lot of these uh, wrestlers that they bring in from countries like that and they have no experience is they just get to a point and they don't improve. and And that's possibly what could happen to her. I mean, you never know. She's a big girl, but that doesn't, help her either because then she's kind of awkward as well. The match itself was fine. They didn't blow anything but it didn't blow anybody. I don't think they blew anybody away either. Caitlyn won the match in four minutes. The second match, two wrestlers who are very familiar with each other, uh, Tony Storm versus Ginny. They're both NXT UK uh, signees. Uh, Tony Storm uh, is probably one of the best female wrestlers in the world. uh, she's originally from Australia, but lives in England. She's 22 years old. Uh, she's worked for all kinds of companies all over the world, including Stardom and in Japan. And uh, she's been in main events in, in Stardom. So um, she's somebody who's very accomplished and poised and seasoned at a very young age. She's 22 years old. She's also uh, very attractive. And in addition to that, she can talk. So to me... I feel Tony Storm is the total package as far as uh, a female wrestler is concerned. And um, I, I wouldn't object to seeing her on the main roster now because that's how good she is. Uh, Ginny I had not seen before. Um, she was supposed to be on the um, uh, NXT UK show that was uh, aired back in June, but she got injured uh, and she wasn't able to do it. Um, uh i haven't been impressed with any of the other uh, nxt uk women that they they've had and uh, uh, uh first time i've seen her she's okay she's nothing special her gimmick is she's a fashionista which i don't understand that gimmick like <laughs> she likes to dress up in nice clothes but i mean isn't Costuming part of pro wrestling to begin with i, I don 't understand the fashionista part of it. I guess she 's supposed to be high i don 't know i maybe it 's like she 's supposed to be high class kind of like uh, uh, i don 't know i really don 't know so i didn 't much care for the gimmick, and she seems a little thin to be a pro wrestler that 's the other thing she didn 't really uh, impress me a lot, but uh, you know Tony made her look as good as she could and then uh, Tony won the match. Third match was uh, Ziah Lai, uh, versus Karen Q Xia um, uh, Lai is this girl from mainland China uh, We saw her on last year's May Young Classic and she looked very good in that match Of course Mercedes Martinez was her opponent so uh, that helped uh, She owns a martial arts studio in China So uh, she is an experienced martial artist and she seems to be picking picking up pro wrestling very well uh, as well uh, so um, I like her upside because she's actually picking up. It's kind of similar to uh, Casey Catanzaro, who um, had no pro wrestling experience but seems to have the kind of athleticism and uh, mind to do pro wrestling. So this girl is very similar. Um, Karen Q uh, is an American of Chinese descent. Uh, She's billed as from Chinatown, New York. There's no such place as Chinatown, okay? And she's a uh, fairly young wrestler. I think she's in her early 20s, and she has worked for various companies like uh, um, ROH and Shimmer and companies like that. Um, you know, uh, she's good enough where she could get hired by the WWE, but I'm not sure if they're actually going to do that. Um, Xia uh, Li uh, won the match, and not particularly surprised by that. Uh, the fourth match was Mia Yim versus Allison Kaye. Now, Mia Yim is also an American of Chinese, of uh, Oriental descent. She's actually from California, and uh, again, there, there, uh, she's got the, she looks Oriental, but she actually speaks English. So, uh, she's a veteran. She's been around for a long time. Now she was on last year's Mae Young Classic, but she, uh, ha- uh, suffered a foot injury and she required surgery for that. So she's just coming back from that. Now she's very familiar with Allison Kay. They've worked together many times. Um, Allison, including in TNA when they were both there, Allison, uh, Is a monster heel type. Um, I didn't like her much in TNA. She's an okay wrestler. I think she did pretty good in this match but uh, you know they they worked together before in in companies like uh, Shimmer and Shine and companies like that so maybe uh, you know the chemistry has always been there for that sort of thing. Now uh, there's a rumor over the last little while that uh, Mia uh, has been signed by the WWE and she's uh, working out of the Performance Center, would not surprise me in the least because uh, Mia uh, shares a house with uh, Shayna Baszler and Jessamyn Duke, and it would make sense to have her on the roster as well. And uh, she's, a, she's a very good wrestler. Uh, you know, she looks good. She knows how to do pretty much anything that's out there. I don't see them hiring Allison. Uh, and And again, with Mia Yim coming in, you know, I, I don't know if they would hire Karen Q or not. Now, so, uh, so you're moving on to, once again, moving on to the next round. You have Caitlin, Tony Storm, Ziya Lai, and Mia Yim. Now, next, week, uh, next week's uh, Mae Young Classic, they're going to have uh, Hiroyo Matsumoto and Yo Shirai. So I'll be posting both of those matches on the blog. On the blog. Now I have posted a video on the blog that was from Tuesday's SmackDown. It was Asuka versus Billy Kay. I wouldn't say that it's um, essential viewing, but I put it up anyway. Um, the match was very similar to the last time Asuka beat Billy Kay, and that was also the last time Asuka appeared on TV. And I'm not going to get into why she wasn't on TV because I've already done that. And. Uh, What they're doing, the WWE has booked Asuka and Naomi versus the Iconics on the October 6th Australian Super Show, which will air live on the WWE Network. So obviously that's a big deal for the Iconics because, you know, that's home for them, and they're going to have their families there. They're not from Melbourne. They're from Sydney, but that doesn't matter. I mean, that's a big deal for them. So they want to build up to that match, but they just don't have the TV time, you know? And, and so typical of those idiots, you know, Naomi gets her entrance, though she isn't in the match. You know, I always say it's instructive to see what is really important to the WWE, and Naomi's entrance is important to them, even though she's not involved in the match. Ugh, morons. So because they went through that, the match is less than two minutes long. And in two minutes, Billy gets way too much offense, including a, a rest hold, a big boot. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. You know, if, you know, whoever suggested a rest hold in a two-minute match needs a smack upside the head. And, I mean, here's my deal. If you can't give Asuka five minutes to come up with a good match, then don't do it at all. You know? Two-minute matches don't do anybody favors, all right? Look, shortchanging women's matches, which is what they did in this occasion, is exactly what got fans chanting give divas a chance in the first place. So this tells me, which I already knew, this tells me that they haven't learned their lesson despite all the yakking about uh, women's evolution and blah, 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 blah. They need to remember that a pat in the back is 18 inches away from a kick in the pants, so, I mean, I know they're going to continue to build up to this match, but they have, really have to give uh, Asuka more TV time to do... I mean, she can construct a good match in five minutes. I don't know what the hell they were doing with this. It's just ridiculous. It's just an awful match. And it's mostly the fault of whoever booked it, <laughs> all right? If you can't, don't have time for it, leave it off the show, all right? Anyway... That's it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with my preview of UFC, the UFC, uh, the women's matches. that are on the UFC show in Brazil on Saturday. And in the meantime, check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you'd like to leave a message on my uh, podcast, you can do so, and I'll be happy to answer any, answer any questions. And you can subscribe to my podcast at uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcast iTunes, and Spotify. Have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow.